Good morning. So one of the fascinating stories that the Madrash tells us is about the three people that Parik consulted about what he should do about his, the Jewish people problem. That, uh, the, the Parsha opens that Parik um, had a situation where the Jewish people entered his land and overnight they're populating, they're multiplying. And he, he was scared that they were going to overtake. Um, they were having kids. So Pari called in his advisors and consulted with them, what should I do? And there were three advisors of the Medrash lists. There was Bilam, Eoiv, and Yisroi. And these three people, we all know they each have their own story in Jewish history. Right? Bilam, Bilam was the one that arranged, that was part of cursing the Jewish people eventually, and he was eventually killed. Um, then we have Eoiv, who um, became the famous person that suffered. And we have the whole book of Eoiv, about all his, uh, going through all his suffering that he went through. And then Yisroi ended up converting and becoming, um, the, he was the father-in-law of Moshe. And of course, his grandchildren were part of the Jewish people. So, um, what is, so the Medrash discusses what happened. Parak consulted with them, and each one had a different reaction. Bilam, he was the one that suggested exactly what Parak did. He was the one that suggested, let's get rid of them. Let's do something to paint, to make them suffer, make them slaves, and they're, uh, they can't stick around. Um, Eoiv was silent. Eoiv decided that he doesn't want to get involved. He's going he's gonna to stay there and be quiet. And the third one was Yisra. Yisra ran away. Yisra said, okay, he doesn't want to be involved at all. He completely ran away. And the Medrash says that each of them got, uh, resulted in something that happened to them. Bilam, because he gave the, bad, the advice to harm the Jewish people, he was harmed. He was killed. Yisra, sorry, Eoiv, who was silent and uh, didn't speak up when he should have. So um, he suffered. He had a life of suffering. And the third one, Yisrael, because he ran away, his children, his grandchildren, ended up taking part um, and being part of the Jewish people. And eventually, it says they sat in the Lishka Sagazis, right? They sat as part of the Sanhedrin, um, uh, judging and advising the Jewish people. So it's a fascinating uh, story. And the fact that the Medrash tells it to us means that there's something that we can take away from it. And the nuances in the story are very interesting to discuss. We can challenge almost each part of the story. But I'll mention one or two. Um, what was it that Yisra was rewarded for? Right? Um, Yisra, he didn't tell Pari to, to, to what he... He, he, he ran away. He didn't tell Pari not to harm the Jewish people. Better than to be quiet, better than uh, say kill him. Okay. Of the three options, which one? Right, yeah. Um, but the, what, 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 what was going on there? And the same thing with, with Eoiv. So he was quiet and he, he suffered. What exactly was wrong? I mean, what's wrong with being quiet, right? He, he should speak up. So what is, so a way that we can understand the Medrash is each one, what they got was midah connected midah. It was something that was um, corresponded to their behavior. Um, which meaning that they each had a position. Their position was to be the king's advisor. As the king's advisor, you're supposed to speak up and say something which is in the king's best interest. Right? So each one was punished for them not f- 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 doing their job as speaking in the king's best interest. 
Okay? That's one way how we can understand the story. And let's go through it. Bilam, even though he said the advice the king wanted to hear to kill the Jewish people, but what he, Bilam was a prophet, right? So he, he should have foreseen that what would have happened to Pari as a result is that by Pari harming the Jewish people, Pari himself would be harmed, which is what happened. Pari and his own nation was wiped out. The Egypt, Egyptians that exist today are not the same Egyptians. Everyone was, they, 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 they were completely wiped out. So, Bilam, in Pari's best, best interest, he should have told Pari that Pari, if you do this, you are going to be killed. Think, think twice before you do anything. But no, he was, he was scared of what Pari would do to him. If he would tell Pari not to do anything, Pari would have fired him from his job, right? So because he was scared of his position, his political status, so Bilam said, I know what Pari wants to hear. He was a good diplomat. I know Pari wants to hear to get rid of the Jewish people. So I'd rather keep my position and tell Pari what he wants to hear. So he didn't, because he completely um, uh, uh, warped and did not fulfill his position as an advisor, giving Pari valuable advice. Right, he said what Pari wanted to hear. He didn't say real good advice. Um, of what would have helped Pari, so to speak. Meaning, uh, for the time being, Pari enjoyed making the Jews suffer, but it resulted in Pari and his nation being wiped out. So Bilam um, was killed because of that. Now Eoiv, Eoiv should have spoken up and said something, even if he felt his advice would be something. He didn't fulfill his position as being an advisor. He didn't give any advice. He spent so much time with this stuff. Let's see, there's a, there's a powerful lesson we're going to learn now from you. I'm waiting, Monday morning. So, Eoiv um, suffered. Now, Yisroi, Yisroi did something interesting. Yisroi, so to speak, fulfilled his position as an advisor. Meaning, Yisroi knew that as an advisor, he would have to stay there and give good advice. No, he didn't want to mix in. He didn't even want to begin negotiating with Pari. So therefore, Yisra said, I'm not going to stay here and, and stick in my position and try to be loyal and fulfill my job. I'm going to, I, I, I want to have nothing to do with this. And he, come, and he ran away. Now, this teaches us three different... Shtika, he didn't run away. The type of running away of Shtika is that I'm... The end result of running away is silence, the same way as me sitting here not talking. No, uh, day, Shtika, he gave an idea and he's against that. But his actual verbal... No, when you were sitting by it, you, you don't say nothing, but you're still sitting there. Right. If you yeah, run away, yeah. you tell him, I'm yeah, not holding what you're doing. He was not able to do anything else. But he was, yeah. Yeah. So, so, this, but so the, the Rebbe once spoke about this in the Purim Fabrin. And the Rebbe explained that this teaches us three different <laughs> approaches. Right. But running away is not a real mahalach. Running away is a sissy way of revolting. Right? It's not the oh, ultimate. I'm against, I'm against that. I live in the country. Or you stand up and you close ruckus. He knew he wasn't in the position to. I think it was him or against the whole Egyptian. Run the dogs in our career. No, Yisra wasn't. Uh, what, wasn't yeah, it was the first time, the same, of course. Yeah. So there, these te- this teaches us three different ways to approach uh, uh, issue that comes up. It's not the same because the action, <laughs> but the actual verbal words that came out of each other's mouths are exactly the same. They both said no words. One physically ran away. And one one showed by his behavior that he was completely against what was going on. He knew that if he would speak up, he wouldn't be able to accomplish anything. So he completely ran away. One was, of course, by Eoiv. Eoiv knew that if he speaks up and says something bad, Pyre's going to have him finished. So he figured, I'll keep my position and I'll sit here and I'm not going to, I won't say anything. I'll play it safe. So what about the Holocaust? Some people stood up and said, we'll run away. 
right away. So Yisrael, speaking when you know speaking up is not going to do anything. Even you react by action. How many times do you hear stories on Holocaust? They said, if you do that, you're going to die, and they did it. You know you're going to die, then don't do that. They still did it. Because you're rather dying, Kedosh Hashem, running away, it's a sissy move. Dying, Kedosh Hashem, no, I don't agree with what you're doing. You can also say that's stupid. You shouldn't have said anything. What do you mean? Any Jew that had the ability to run away from the Holocaust, to escape from the Holocaust, escaped. What do you mean? Not it was, but he went back. Yeah, so people, the people that went back to help others. That's a great way to do that, by the way. He went back into the Holocaust? Yeah, yeah brother Rossman, he said, should I go back? He told me to there. But the, the point is that this teaches us three different uh, powerful ways to approach uh, issue. Where let's say we're in such a position, right? Our loyal job is to serve God, to do what God wants, and we're put in a position that people are holding us back from it, right? People want to to hold us back from being able to fulfill our job, like here in the story where there were three advisors, and they're each in a position where they were able either to be a loyal advisor power or go against their position. So. Um, we, we see here which approach is the most praised. Um, Yisra'is, where one approach is, like Bilam, to completely say, you know, I, I, I can't fight against the, the trend, the, the tide. There's, uh, the, the trend right now is not following what a Jew is supposed to do. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to join. <laughs> you could translate it. You could translate it into whatever case you want. Bilam's like, Bilam's like, okay, I'll join. I can't fight it. <laughs> Bilam's like, if I can't, if I can't join, if I can't fight them, I'll join them. And Bilam said, okay, I'm gonna. Eiv, Eiv said, and this is this is also approach which is frowned upon, where Eiv said that I can't fight against, I can't do, I don't want to be involved in it. So I'm just gonna sit here quiet and watch watch whatever happens. Let's see, let's see, let's see what happens. Yisroi teaches us the praised approach, which is that when you're in such a situation, you got to respond by action. Either here in this situation, it was running away. But the, the point is not to... Yisroi didn't even... The problem, the, the, what Yisroi teaches us is sometimes you have to take the approach. Yisroi didn't say anything. He ran away. But he left. He ran away, yeah. He escaped and he ended up in Midian. Yeah. And he was... He was running away? He was rewarded because he didn't take part. And he showed that he was against, he was against anything that would come out of this meeting. That I'm against anything that comes out of this, this meeting. Why not speak up against? Because he knew it wouldn't work. He died. He knew that it probably would, would uh, take off his head. So what it teaches us is not even to get into negotiation. It teaches us that sometimes we're in a situation where we're being uh, pushed against our, our own beliefs and our own, um, our own tradition, that we need to, we need to um, take the approach sometimes, not even to get into negotiation, not to begin discussion, but to completely run away and, and do what we feel is right. And in each situation is different. In each situation, it was running away and knowing that he can't partake and going on a different path in life. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes you can speak up. In Yisrael's situation, the right response was to run away. In every situation, it may be different. Sometimes it may be to speak up. How do you know which one, which to do when? Like, isn't it somewhere before they came in front of the water? Some guys were fighting. Yeah, that's a whole other. Yeah, yeah. Each one. Right. The right act. The right behavior was to nachshem benaminado. Nachshem to walk forward. Huh? Who came up with it? Yeah, like whoever the soul. Well, the rabbi. I mean, I mean, you match it after the fact. 
Right. <laughs> I'm not prejudiced. I hate everyone equally. So, what happened? When the rabbi came over and asked me personally, 